What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. We were talking about the stigma of a Ramadan Muslim. Oh, really? Oh. Yes. When, you know, when you see somebody who, like, might not be doing the most Muslimic thing yeah. <laughs> on their day-to-day basis. Yeah. But then when it comes to Ramadan, they're probably, like, they're most on their deen. They get labeled a Ramadan Muslim. Like, on a regular day, you don't even do this, yeah. right? You know, like, everybody shames them. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Cousin Connection Podcast. Podcast. And today, we have some very special guests. Guests we've been meaning to have for like... Forever. <laughs> Literally months and months, months and months. It's actually a fraud. We're not, we're not the real guests. <laughs> no, no. No, no. We, well, <laughs> you are. Don't, don't discredit <laughs> yourself like that. <laughs> we have Hidayah House. Well, the group Hidayah House. But individuals, we have Warda and Mustafa. I said that so far. You did. Yeah. But it's I did okay. say it. But it's all yeah. good. No, but that's, nobody says my name right ever. Really? Yeah, it's, it's Warda. Warda. Warda? What? Yeah, like Warda. they're saying water in uh, Australian? Yeah. <laughs> my, no. my sister actually yeah. calls me water. Like, well, I had the nicknames I've had growing up is ridiculous. Like, water? Damn. I used to answer crazy enough. I used to answer to vodka. What? <laughs> well, I'm not even joking. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah. stuff. laughs> Growing up, because it went from it went from like Warda to like Varda to you know like for some yeah they start like playing the around Russian with accent it. Yeah, and yeah. then yeah, Varda yeah. to vodka and then <laughs> damn damn so, yeah okay well you know <laughs> if you don't know he die houses I'm holding this in my hand like <laughs> I know okay let me let me intro them okay you intro them I feel like I discovered them before you did so. yeah you did yeah exactly okay. take the reins. <laughs> <laughs> so way back when during COVID as you guys know. I feel like every time we have guests, I always mm-hmm. introduce them this way. Mm. I'm at the Monk Clubhouse, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this was like 2021, 20, mm-hmm. I want to say. Like before the podcast actually came to fruition, um, I, I met Abdi Fattah, Yeah. Like through another mutual friend. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't even remember what we were talking about, but it was like a room. And he was just talking about like community work. And I was like, wow, I was so inspired. I'm like, wow, like... <laughs> One day when I start a podcast, I'm gonna have Mon. Yeah. Not knowing, I think, I think at that point Hidayah House was a thing, or like it was just no, starting. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. It was no, right? no, it was. What year did Hidayah House start? Well, I you know that's a great question for people. <laughs> I used to tell them. Well, I used to tell them eight years, thinking they because I was like before I joined Hidayah House, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, like they've been doing it. I think I've been a part of Hidayah House for like three years now, mm-hmm. three four mm-hmm. years three years i'm special now <laughs> but, uh, like like they, and then i thought they established themselves like before like this the guys yeah so i'm like oh yeah like five years already but they said not nah, like i think all together it's five years now oh wow okay okay so cool. but still there's like um what made you join hey die house actually uh actually i was recruited <laughs> okay. i was recruited i don't know what they wanted from me and yeah. they found me on clubhouse That's no the way crazy part. Yeah. yeah for me abdi fatah and ayub mm-hmm. were 
on Clubhouse, like, and that's an ironically enough, I used to be very shy, mm-hmm. uh, despite what people think. So, if any of my friends see this, <laughs> but, like, I, I find that all, yeah, exactly. I, I find that like, hard to believe. Like, you're always talking, and I'm like, no, guys, if you put a microphone in my face, I used to have a panic attack. Like, it was so bad. But I used to, I loved helping people out. My friend Zaina mm-hmm. um, wanted to have a discussion on Clubhouse, and we were talking about, I think, like the r word and like the word female mm. and then we're like yeah we had a discussen about it and then Abdul Fatah and Ayub happened to be in it yeah and then they like put he put me in a room on the yeah, side of the private, private room and he was like I just want to say we have to have you on Hidayah and I said hi, <laughs> no, hi hello no hi hello first <laughs> and I was like what do you want from me I'm just a girl from Wisconsin like, like I'm not even but like you know from wait you're from Wisconsin no no, oh, no. Sure. <laughs> Come on, I'm, like, I'm, sorry. I'm playing. I'm just a girl from the West, you know. Like, yeah. you know, like I was like, "Come on, from me." And then yeah. he's like, "No, like he's like, if you don't join Hidai House, like I'm gonna disband Hidai House." No. Like, Whoa, chill. Yo, he just put a hollow back. You, you? Uh-huh. Like, it's too much pressure. Like, yeah, but then, yeah, uh, they recruited me, and I was very honored. And mm-hmm. then I was like, uh, "Yeah, I'll join in." But it took a while to like get into the groove of things, even though they're very easy people to talk to. Yeah, I was like, "You guys are established men. Like, I can't." Like, <laughs> I can't just like come in here and say my two cents, like you know. So can were we? You the first, like no. Girl. Oh, but there was two girls okay. before me, and then those two. Ironically, I've never met. I actually only met one in person by accident. Mm-hmm. But the f- <laughs> the first two girls, they told me about them. But I think this time they were getting married and things like that. So mm-hmm. like they, you know, they took a time from Hidai House. Mm-hmm. So I met one of them. Only one in a meeting, and okay. then the the next time we had a meeting, the other one joined in, but the last one wasn't in it. Gotcha. And then after the third meeting, I've never sorry, I keep kidding. No, don't worry about I it. I never saw it. them again, and that was the last I heard from both of them. Oh really? <laughs> and they were just gone. Hey, hey, yeah. people get busy, especially in Toronto. I feel like that's a, yeah. You got a rotating I cast. Like, I used to True. sit there and be like, guys, I can't be the only girl with six ni- like guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, yeah, <laughs> guys, I can't be the only girl. <laughs> yeah, you were the so diversity easy. hire. Yeah, I was. I said, oh. Oh, I'm the female power to say mm-hmm. like yeah we listen to girls right yeah, yeah. So I want to ask I want to ask Mustafa the same question like why you joined uh, but before I get to that one I want to because I, we kind of skipped over a part oh, okay. of exactly what Hedaya House is oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, if you don't know you should know, you know? Um, Hedaya House I would say and you can add into it honestly mm-hmm. uh, from your perspective yeah. but to my understanding Hedaya House initially started as a means for like gun prevention and like mm-hmm. violence prevention so they the two founders um of Tiftah and Ibrahim when they started it they did it because a lot of their homies were like either locked up and things like mm-hmm. that and they mm-hmm. wanted to help people in the system like go back into society yeah right. so i remember like when they told me the story they said they were holding like their first event and they said to themselves if this first event doesn't go well we're never we're like never doing this ever again and subhanallah like a bunch of the guys showed up and they were interested mm-hmm. and they were like no nah, you should get you guys should keep doing this and then mm-hmm. that's what helped them like continue it on. motivated them it motivated them to mm-hmm. literally like continue on and they built a die house and they started adding like you know <laughs> other, <Yeah. laughs> other crewmates but then ever since then though Hedai house has like dispersed into other like facets like yeah. The, yeah yeah so it's not only gun or pr- uh, violence prevention gun mm-hmm. prevention like we do mental health now a lot more i've seen that yeah. yeah yeah so i think especially with covid mm-hmm. i think that's what like a, a lot of it asked for so mm-hmm. it turned into mental health yeah but we also never say no to anything <laughs> as long as it's within like our morals and beliefs like yeah. we don't say no to anything yeah, so yeah, we yeah. try to like be 
like hidayah means guidance right so we mm-hmm. try to be there in any form of guidance to people mm-hmm. i love that in any way but yeah i love that yeah and mustafa is yours like the yeah. reason you joined it's a similar view but, mm-hmm. um, you can pull I the would, mic a little bit closer i would i would add on to that like um we do have like a lot of community work mm-hmm. with like um for example mainly like the somali youth and it goes beyond that you know mm-hmm. um with a lot of the colored youth and the black youth mm-hmm. and and the reason I joined Hidai House, I yeah. would say, is I I joined back in like September. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a social work student, mm-hmm. and I needed placement, and I met Abdi Fatah back in in the summer. You know, yeah. So I joined as a placement student at first, mm-hmm. and you know, um, I knew I met I met um, Abdi Fatah at a different event, mm-hmm. but um, he told me what he does at Hidai House, and I seen like events about Hidai House here and there. But um, after, you know, talking to Adiftah, meeting him, mm-hmm. when I needed placement, you know, I started and, like, I seen what everybody's doing. And I said, yo, this is even the reason I want to get into social Yeah, you work, resonated you know? with it. You liked yeah. it. Exactly. Like, this is the same reason I even wanted to, like, do this program, yeah. you know, help our own people and, you mm-hmm. know, just mm-hmm. be able to help someone else. It literally you know? falls in line exactly. with your work. So, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, I said, yeah. this is the perfect opportunity for me to learn exactly and and my placement is like the best placement opportunity yeah. for me. Alhamdulillah, it worked out. Yeah. You know? yeah. And also a good growing opportunity, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, that's why. What is the top dog I hit? <laughs> but can we go into like who are the actual members like who are the founding oh, members of my the god well, I, just, I think I, now i have it down pat but before yeah. i used to sit there i'm like who are all these ghosts like, you know because honestly when i first joined i thought it was up to fatah and ayub and i was like these are the only two people yeah. and then he was like yeah and there's so and so and so and i said who are you talking about like, yeah. who are these people? honestly for me i only thought it was up to fatah for like no no and a I, year. I, I knew there were more people i just never i never knew yeah. who it was so. that's the thing is though they're like what is it uh Sharmarka would call them like secret shoppers they're there you just wouldn't <laughs> notice that they're there <laughs> like secret, secret shoppers and he ironically is one of them so it's abdi fatah and ibrahim are the mm-hmm. co-founders mm-hmm. and then you have dda you have Sharmarki, you have uh, Abdul Razak and Abdul Razak is somebody you will never ever see. Like even <laughs> I don't see him. Like I think I, I think I met him at one event and then Abdul Razak goes, oh yeah, this uh, Abdul Razak he actually carries all of Hidayah House's money. I said, oh, okay, so <laughs> the ghost has all our money. All right, nice. <laughs> Abdul Razak and then um, it's me and mm-hmm. now Zaina and Iman and Mustafa. Oh, and Ayub. Yeah. Okay, so you got a couple more girls in there. Yeah. Yeah. I just slowly slipped them in there, right? Guys, don't leave me alone. Yeah. When I joined, though, I feel like Mm -hmm. it was, like, it was pretty established, you know, like, a Mm -hmm. lot of, like, you know, there was a good team already together and everybody had their, you know, part and it was, like, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was other members before, but like as like growing up, like you know, yeah. like things happen, people yeah. and like they're always still gonna be members in our hearts. Of course. Yeah. This is now like I would say the core group. And I feel like that's for a lot of people like Sarah and I have been in so many <laughs> you know, youth led groups yeah. as we were growing up and yeah. like it's a rot- it's a rotating cast. Yeah. yeah. But as long as like you're still kind of like uh reaching the goals or you know, whatever you set for you, that initiative that you yeah. started, yeah, I feel like it doesn't matter really who's behind the scenes, right? Yeah, yeah. As That's long true. as you're still helping the community like you guys are, like yeah. it, it, no one really cares who's <laughs> going to be running in the background, <laughs> right? True. No, but I always yeah. feel so bad though because I'm like, I think for me, like 
because I think Abdi Fattah, like, he'd prefer not to be in the spotlight. Yeah. Thing, it was just, as you can see, he's like trying to fade out from it. Yeah. But everybody was like, he's the most confident one. So everybody like throws him into like, which is why everybody thinks it's just Abdi Fattah. Yeah. And, like, whoever happens to be standing next to him <laughs> during an event, you know, is this one? They're like, the faces. Yeah. They're like, that sounds so too. familiar to like our history, too. <laughs> really you, we're both thinking of the same person, too, I think. Yeah. But that does happen a lot where people put a lot of like mm. uh, pressure on like a single person instead but of kind think, of distributing it. I think sometimes, like, especially with community work and volunteering and mm-hmm. stuff like some people really do thrive behind the scenes mm-hmm. yeah. and they don't they they don't want to be recognized not saying that maybe he does like i'm sure he's trying <laughs> to get away from it too mm-hmm. but i've also like been in those positions where people are like oh yeah you, you could talk in the public go go and i'm like me and i'm like shaking in my boots yeah <laughs> yeah like, thank guys for coming <laughs> even like even doing the podcast like i remember during clubhouse days i didn't speak i would just listen yeah and i think just from listening to the conversations that were happening on there, I'm like, man, people are saying some crazy things. Like, if I had my own podcast, I want to say that. And then, you know, <laughs> next like, thing you know. next thing you know, <laughs> we're saying some outlandish things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like that clubhouse environment was like, made me realize, like, you know what? It's possible. I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna start a podcast. Mm-hmm. And like to go back to how I f- was first introduced to Hidayah House, I think they were promoting an event at the time. Mm-hmm. And you guys also used to do a lot of winter blues yeah. uh, events. And I was like, oh, that's such a cool concept. Like, have you heard of winter blues? Or like, did you see I saw. Have I've you? Seen, I've seen the post. I've seen the post. That's okay. not enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's crazy. seen the post. This is the fifth one now. Yeah. The I'm, fifth remember, one. Remember, like even Hedaya House for me, like I only really fully was aware of it. Like yeah. maybe a year and a half like midway through covid i i miss i have an android i miss the <laughs> yeah. clubhouse okay he was never on the clubhouse okay no judgment here okay no judgment but i'm just saying i missed all the clubhouse stuff huh that is an android okay let's film you <laughs> that looks like a microwave you know why <laughs> oh my <God>. that's my <laughs> actual that phone sense. okay i use that right now i shouldn't <laughs> admit that <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> okay, let's, get, let's get past the android hate okay i love this what? though finally no 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 no, no. <laughs> no i'm advent what was i even saying now i completely so back to winter blues, <laughs> oh, Sorry. Yeah, winter blues. <laughs> what was the the inspiration behind starting that if you guys know because i think it started before you it did winter? yeah it started when i was a fetus um <laughs> <laughs> you know, i think i think a, a, like a lot of times as everybody knows like when you're winter time comes mm-hmm. you don't see your friends as much mm-hmm. there's no sun you're stuck inside days are shorter nights are longer yeah mm-hmm. you don't you barely want to step outside. everybody automatically kind of becomes a homebody all of a sudden yeah when winter time comes yeah. me i deteriorate in winter because <laughs> i need to be outside like you know mm-hmm. and you get like obviously like our body reacts to things like that so yeah. i think what the community yeah, the community needed at that time was like an event to bring people together to mm-hmm. remind people like hey guys, this, these feelings are normal. They're okay. Here's to how to understand them. Here's what it is. And like, here's how to combat it. Yeah. So that's why we brought Hidai House into, I mean. Yeah, and I feel like you guys have been doing a lot of initiatives like around mental health, specifically like centered around mental health, but mm-hmm. just also getting rid of like stigmas in mm-hmm. general. Yeah. Like there was one that I'd never even thought about, but was uh, actually an interesting event where and you had an event to destigmatize. <laughs> Destigmatize epilepsy. <laughs> Good job. I, I almost had it there for a second. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But you guys oh, ha- yeah. had an event to destigmatize mm-hmm. epilepsy, which I never even thought like there was a stigma that severe about it. But yeah, yeah I'm sure that that's something. It, 
it was in the community. It was actually my, so one of my she's like my a little sister to me. Mm-hmm. She has epilepsy, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, like growing up with her and like seeing how much she struggled then, like how like she wanted to hide it from the world was such a big thing and i was yeah. like you know and like seeing how much she's changed since then and now yeah i was like it's like a proud mama okay my bad my bad <laughs> no, I, 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 I had to close the window it was getting a little cold in here you were okay. trying to be so dis- what's so special about hero bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs five to eleven grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. I was like, oh, I'll just put the camera on her. <laughs> yeah, real quick. Um, but she, like, she's grown so much and like, I think a lot of people don't understand how epilepsy affects people like mm-hmm. themselves and like what they can do and like even their family members. Right. So it became something where like I knew to the point where like even when she would fast, like she used to hide that she couldn't fast mm-hmm. because of her epilepsy. Like she has to take she had to take uh, pills. Otherwise yeah. She would literally have a seizure. Yeah. So it like and if people asked her like oh like why aren't you fasting you know yeah. like everybody immature why aren't you fasting mm-hmm. she used to be like why are you minding my business like yeah. she used to be like so on guard and having that event honestly it was all her idea and we we're like yeah we're gonna support you on it mm-hmm. like whatever you need we're gonna do it and it honestly even opened my eyes to yeah. like the amount people don't know about epilepsy and also like to know like I ended up finding out that there were people who had friends who felt the exact same way she did Mm -hmm. and they were like this is such a helpful event like I didn't even know that I needed this or I needed to understand this or learn this Mm -hmm. to be there for my friend or even for my friend to come to this and understand themselves better right I was like wow like yeah we we gotta leave. We gotta leave. Like asking girls why they're not fasting. Yeah. Like twenty twenty three. The know. fact that that's still a thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. In general, like. That and <laughs> no, I'm not even gonna lie. Those two things used to get me. Like it's like you know when they ask you like, is that Sharpie? Oh my god. <laughs> <Are you> stupid. <laughs> you know nobody ever Wait. asked you that. No. Uh, it's every time I had henna, I was like, what is that Sharpie? It must Give be. It, it must be the West End kids. They're kind of weird. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nobody in the East End does that. <laughs> Don't let the West End just see this. <laughs> I don't even know if they claim you know, like high park. Like, you did say yeah, but, you know, you're like Weston downtown. You just yeah, say like, okay. I don't know that ideology. Mm-hmm. Like from back then, I used to be like, yeah, to, you have to cut it out. I said, guys, internet's free ninety nine. Like, please, <laughs> switch it up. Yeah, yeah, but to go back to the uh, initiatives you guys have, like um, the main one, I guess, like you mentioned with Winter Blues, is mental health, right? Mm-hmm. And the stigma around mental health as well, like recently you guys posted about uh, a phone line that you guys have open yes or like just some way people reaching out if they're feeling yeah so um so i had house our crisis prevention line like you know i we always try to um have opportunity mm-hmm. to um help when people reach out right yeah so, like whether it be mental health or addictions or mm-hmm. a lot of people face different things you know especially yeah. when it's in our community yeah and and when we think about it you know um we try to do initiatives where where um other community like people don't have something to go towards you know yeah so like a lot of times people like text and like they ask for help with this oh my like someone's going through this you know Mm -hmm. i'm going through this and it's like 
trying to create programs and like even just the crisis prevention line Mm -hmm. like so anybody can call you know like a lot of people go through actual mental health issues especially in our city exactly yeah toronto is like Mm -hmm. a lot of people say toronto is crazy why is toronto crazy though you know yeah it's because people are trying to deal with their mental health issues and Mm -hmm. maybe ways that aren't the most uh productive yeah and there's just not enough funding so Mm -hmm. you can literally see it on our streets like people are going through yeah these mental health crises crises in my head i just like i was like defund the police (laughs) (laughs) don't worry but but like even uh in the muslim community specifically like there's a huge stigma against it right Mm -hmm. like i'm always arguing uh, with my my own parents this might be kind of like controversial but like a lot of times they'll try and brush off someone's mental issue okay i have thoughts Ah! i have thoughts on that what I genuinely think I didn't even say what I was, what I, I, was gonna I, say. I know what you're about to say. What you're about to say. <laughs> okay, go ahead. You're gonna say like they're brushing off like our mental health. Like they don't understand. No, it. no, no, no. I'm gonna say like they won't take it as mental health. They say like, oh, you know, Jinniboa or something like that. Yeah. In our language, they mean like you know no, he, he's oh, possessed. That sounded like Somali for a second. Oh, <laughs> <my God. laughs> yeah, they, they it blame. basically means like they've been possessed yeah. in a way. Yeah, uh, and that they won't too. seek out help for their child or or if it's their own child or. Yeah for their family member that they see you're going through something. Mm-hmm. Okay, but even on that point, yeah, th- what I was going to say was that for a lot of our parents, mm-hmm. they've been in survival mode for the first like maybe 20, 30 years of their life, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. thinking about their mental health is a luxury and they don't, they never actually had that opportunity, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think they're, they have been in a position to truly understand, you know, depression, anxiety, yeah. bipolar, et cetera. You know what I mean? So I, for me... I feel like I used to not resent my parents, but I'd be like, you guys just don't understand. No. Like, you know, <laughs> you don't get me, mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then, it's true. Yeah. But like going through when I went, when I was ba- back, when I was in therapy, like that was something that I learned. I'm like, you know what? Like, let me just be, let me humble myself for a second mm-hmm. because the fact that I can actually pay for therapy and like mm-hmm. be in a, in a place where I can seek professional help mm-hmm. and my parents never had this opportunity. So I'm like, y'all want to talk? Yeah, <laughs> let me be your therapist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and even even speaking of parents, yeah. like with the events that you guys guys are having, I think mm. recently you guys started introducing more adults mm-hmm. and elders into the nice. events, yeah. right? Yeah, I think it was it, it, like honestly, it's a surprise when they come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, do, you wanna, do you have like parent focused? Um, we do have some parent focused events where it's like we had. I think we did it with the Somali Center. Somali Community Youth Center, Youth. yeah, recreation, mm-hmm. and it was the Black Mental Health where they were talking. It was specifically catered on Somali parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but honestly, could go for like any East African because we're all one of the same at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just how to help, um, like our parents better understand mental health and mm-hmm. also help the kids, like I don't know, navigate their relationship when it comes to mental health with their parents. Mm-hmm. So we had like an event like that. But even like recently, the event that we had with um, how to PTSD deal when we did have um, who's coming up with the names? <laughs> who's coming up? How to PTSD? Bravo on that one! <laughs> I'm literally just a creative. Guy. Like, I say sometimes I say stuff and I'm like, are they gonna? Like, are they gonna go for it or am I gonna Not be enough. stupid? Hey, you gotta just throw it in yeah. there. But um we had it and then like to hear when the habarir was speaking like mm-hmm. to see that like you know some parents are understanding and like they get the barriers and that they're proud of us for like mm-hmm. breaking these barriers and trying mm-hmm. to break down like 
the generational trauma that like they have or they did that they didn't understand mm-hmm. before now is like it's like a little pat on my back <laughs> wow like so, exactly because so it is honorable and we, yeah and and I, I will say like it's it's true yeah. that um our parents for example coming back from a generation they're, they're first generation immigrants you know and mm-hmm. like um we're born here and we see things different and we might right. think like come back to your point like you know um it's so true because they've been through like a lot you know yeah. and just coming here and then them also trying to give us a better life right exactly yeah but then we we live here and we understand we see these uh for example, these mental health, and we might sometimes, uh, well, you know, everybody's in different situations. Yeah. But you know, someone might really be going through something, and their their parents might actually tell them, "There's jinni, you know." Just yeah. Go read Quran, and which uh, you know, it, it, Quran's gonna really help. It you, is, but, like, but, but they're like, also dismissing seeing yeah. a professional, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, it doesn't like stop the fact that someone actually might need help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also. Like, there is that extra, you know, like, you can be a little bit stronger sometimes, you know? Yeah. Based on where we come from, you know, in our mm-hmm. right. situations. Yeah. But, yeah. Because I think there's, the disconnect is that, like, people say, like, let's say you get sick, mm-hmm. and, like, you and you have a cold. Like, you can make du'a, right? Yeah. And Definitely. it's good to make du'a to become better, but you also take medicine. Yeah. yeah. And it's the same idea, right? Like, yeah. sure, you might you're going through some mental health issues mm-hmm. like you can make the why you can pray but you can also <laughs> seek help through mm-hmm. uh some medical professional or not mm-hmm. pre- what do you call him yeah medical yeah. professional in a way yeah. yeah so i think that's mental health professional mental health yeah. professional <laughs> that's exactly so i think that's maybe the the connection we need to start making or trying to make in their heads the people who are not understanding the situation but i think to even add on to that like if we if we take it in like you know mm-hmm. how i don't know if you ever been like hear that saying where it's like oh, we didn't have mental health in, like, back home. That's because, like, the way we live here in Canada is completely different than the way they lived back home, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's, exactly. there was, it, there's, like, everything was so direct. Like, it was, yeah. like, everything had an answer. Everything mm-hmm. had a specific mm-hmm. way. Like, if it wasn't this, it's this. If it's not yeah, that, it's it that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, here, based on, like, you know, mm-hmm. everybody it's, else. <laughs> it's also, like... It's very gray. Over here, there's a lot more yeah. grayness, right? Mm-hmm. We're in a unique position, too, because all of us are first-generation canadian yeah. mm-hmm. whatever our parents are like our yeah. ethnicity you know what i mean so we grew up here they grew up there and i always have this conversation with my parents where i'm like you know your upbringing and my upbringing is like night and day and they they yeah. agree mm-hmm. they're like oh when we were kids you know how we used to like yeah. you know when they tell you they walk through a jungle and a forest yeah. and i'm like you walk 15 minutes relax yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know so Especially when you go back home and you actually see their walk. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, look around the corner. Look, have you seen their schools though? Because I'm like, damn, I would not have gone to school in this place. What? Oh, and I never saw the inside of the school. Yeah, it's kind of terrible. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, you know, one thing that I learned is mm-hmm. just kind of uh, being a little bit more patient and merciful mm-hmm. on them. The same way that they are with us too, right? Like mm-hmm. going through therapy, I basically had to teach my parents what mental health was Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and now like alhamdulillah they're so understanding and they they get it Mm -hmm. but i'm also like i want like other parents to also have that yeah that type of relationship with their kids because not everyone has mental health issues but like let's be real the state of our city right now the way that life is going (laughs) yeah i wouldn't be surprised and so (laughs) yeah the economy is just depressing Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) but with like through hidayah house and the events that you guys hold do you find that more and more men are finally being more comfortable discussing mental health? Because I feel like, and maybe this is a generalization, but a lot of times it's more so women that are 
mm-hmm. very comfortable expressing their emotions. You know? Interesting. You, you got a man right here. Yeah, <laughs> like, I want to know your perspective. Uh, from my perspective and the way I see it, um, everybody has, like, mental health. You know, like, we all have, we all have a mental, you know, yeah. and the way we think doesn't change whether you're a man or you're a female, but, like, our, emotional, our, our emotions are different, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, I think being in 2024, it's already kind of, like, there are men that go to therapy and everything, mm-hmm. but being a person, like, studying... Um, profession actually trying to be um someone that helps people Mm -hmm. i just feel like that's what um for me i like to do and i understand people Mm -hmm. and and coming from other men like we have for example our our um events like our last event pts deal there there were a lot of um other males that showed up you know yeah and and it's a good thing to see because at the end of the day um a lot of things we go through in our city, mm-hmm. uh, for example, the gun violence or mm-hmm. the addictions. Addictions, yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of the men in our community are, for example, like um, just in, in, in um, neighborhoods, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's those men that need help, you know? Right. And, yeah. And it's not, it's not like someone goes to them and tells them, oh, you need help because they never know they need help, yeah. you know? Yeah. So just understanding the situation and and coming from the situation yeah i feel like for me it's something that i can you know help, help with yeah. yeah and understand it and it helps to have guys like you who like can reach those guys in the neighborhoods right because yeah. you know like you mentioned there's a lot of women in the field but not a lot of men but the more that there's male representation yeah like the easier they'll feel to mm-hmm. actually come out and and maybe benefit from some of these Most events definitely, and speak about know, it definitely you know mm-hmm. i can agree even with like other like other placements i had and working mm-hmm. with um for example sometimes children and youth you know, yeah mm-hmm. um i can i can i can get to a kid i can see myself like helping another kid yeah the way i can't like the way i see this like this for example white person or like this yeah. this woman can't help them you know and yeah because they see someone that looks like them exactly mm-hmm. and, and that's mainly what it is they, they trust you when they see someone that looks like you and it's like well like you know you can actually help me you know because mm-hmm. at the end of the day we're all human and yeah, yeah. How, much, how much can you hold within yourself yeah you know? exactly. that's what we're trying to get that i think mm-hmm. that's the ultimate thing you're trying to get across yeah. to them right that we're all human here mm-hmm. we're not going to judge you for uh, what you're going through yeah. we're gonna come and help you right i think like for me what i've noticed for hidai house events like in like the male population one i think when it comes to guys and i could be correct me yeah, yeah I got it. <laughs> correct, <her. laughs> correct me here <laughs> i'm wrong but it's like one it might be because like you know whatever friday night saturday night and mm-hmm. like, what's the motive mm-hmm. and then they're like oh we're gonna go head to this because like our homie's there yeah so like if that's what brings people out then like cool that's what brings them exactly. out that's what usually it what it usually is right. some people because they genuinely are interested in the subject mm-hmm. some people it's like outreach right it's like you know like or if if they see people like them for example like they see when they see like abdi fatah or shamarki or this and that and mm-hmm. they call their homies over they're like oh this person has also maybe live this situation before but they're doing right. this so like why mm-hmm. should, maybe i should check it out too you know because yeah. my dogs is over there yeah so why not and even like our last pts still mm-hmm. you know like at the end of the day maybe people like showed up for different reasons you know mm-hmm. but like when uh, at the end when we had our passing around the mic and everybody mm-hmm. kind of was saying something you know a lot of different type of people had something to say about something they learned yeah you know? mm-hmm. people would be surprised surprise you, you right yeah exactly. yeah you'd, you'd be surprised you mm-hmm. know and and yeah like that that event had mainly to do with you know ptsd you know yeah so 
Yeah, something that's not talked yeah. about enough mm-hmm. yeah i think like it doesn't matter like for me it doesn't matter how you got there it's like mm-hmm. yo you got there great like for for the girls we know they probably were interested in the subject, yeah. but for the guys it's like however you got there great a lot for me i always have to guilt trip all my guy friends i'm mm-hmm. like do you even care to support me like no of course next event i'm there i'm there and i'm like oh, i'll see so but well, it's nice to see them come i want to know like walk us through like if if for those that are listening that have like that haven't been to a Hidayah house event, walk us through like what they can expect. Like what's the general program? Like for example, the PTS deal, what exactly went down? What can people expect? Because I think sometimes like the fear of the unknown can mm-hmm. bring some anxiety, and they're like, oh, I don't know, I don't want to talk about my feelings in front of strangers. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think a lot of people assume that it's always Somalis, and I'm like, guys. <laughs> It's not that there's just a lot of Somali people in Toronto this by accident, but it's like it's open to everybody. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you're if East African or not. Mm-hmm. So it's a welcoming environment for sure. Um, even though the subject might be serious, mm-hmm. we are a very fun and loving group. So it's <laughs> like the atmosphere is not that serious when you walk in. Yeah. Like we there's a level of like fun and professional at the same time that we like to hold because it's like we don't want to sit there and feel like we're you're in a lecture and we're nagging you but mm-hmm. we want it to be like an inter we always make sure it's like an interactive experience with the, our yes. audience whether it's you want to just listen or you want to be a part everybody ends up being a part of it after because they mm-hmm. just find that comfortability like alhamdulillah, yeah. i'm glad that they do mm-hmm. um and we always we you can expect that it's never going to be the same like okay. we always try to like one up ourselves every event like try to yeah. make it different like we see we sit there and we'll be like okay this worked this time this didn't work and we're very open to criticism mm-hmm. so when people come over and they're like hey um next time could you have this or do you guys mind trying this or being mindful of this and we're mm-hmm. like heard got you and then yeah. we bring it up in our meetings and we try to be mindful of that so I don't know. Like, I don't know how to explain <laughs> it. It's like, it's genuinely like a good time. And everybody that comes to a Hedai House event, mm-hmm. whether they're like, whether it's people you don't like, like, or it's the crowd you like, you're trying to avoid or whatever, you know, like some yeah. people are like, oh, is it going to be like hood guys? Or is it going to be these type of girls? Or is it this? Like, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you end up all having a good time and you don't even realize. That's like, my, that's my most, my biggest pet peeve when people <laughs> are like, who's going to be there? Yeah. Um, yeah. First of all, <laughs> you know who says that? When you're the planner of your friend group. <laughs> oh, I hate. I like, never say that. Uh, yeah. Okay. The only I one. thought you were about to say no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> you're the only <laughs> one actually yeah. out of our friend group but like yeah. i i i'm retired planner okay <laughs> I, as you said, going. it's tired and i'm like it doesn't matter you either showing up or you're not mm-hmm. okay no, literally <laughs> i'm like bro you'll find out when you get there like, you. look open your eyes i said you're going right because yeah. i'm there and i said you're coming you're gonna come go like, that's it Every day i'm like dude, some people like oh my god speaking on that sorry side note it's like i've never you ever like go to like an event or a function and you mm-hmm. didn't plan it but like yep. you're telling somebody else hey come with me and they're like yeah like who's gonna be there like what's going on like yeah and i'm like i'm sorry do you want me to ask for the set list for you like do you want me to a through z like i'm like just come like it's damn it's, it's literally like you're like you know what? just don't come i i tell i've told someone like that before it's like yeah or i just don't respond if they ask me that i don't respond i'm like whatever yeah like, forget about you i don't need you exactly it's their loss it's their loss yeah uh one more event i want to talk about that you yeah. guys did uh was that I wanted to know more about was the reformed um what was it called again? It was the reformed Muslim event that went oh, on in Ramadan. Okay, yeah. I was sitting there whose like, event? So <laughs> I was, like, was I there? <laughs> is that like I am assuming that means like people who might have been um not in the streets but like, you know, 
No, I, so that one was mm-hmm. about well, that was uh, during Ramadan, right? Yeah, like the, yeah. So that was about um, uh, the Ramadan Muslim, technically like, mm-hmm. the reform Muslim. So people like oh. reshaping themselves during Ramadan. Okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay. So that's what it was about. Do you still want to know about it? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, do you still want to know? Or mean, or just means like becoming a better Muslim during no, Ramadan. No, so basically no? we were talking about the stigma of a Ramadan Muslim. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. So like the whole ideology and like when you know when you see somebody mm-hmm. who like might not be doing the most Muslimic thing yeah. <laughs> on their day to day basis, yeah. but then when it comes to Ramadan, they're probably like on their most on their dean. Yeah. And they get called. They get labeled a Ramadan Muslim. Like, oh, you don't on a regular day you don't even do this yeah. right you know like everybody shames them mm-hmm. into like to try to remind them that they're, they're like yeah that's been a, a big like person. topic recently mm-hmm. and people just who think that they're like they're more holy or more yeah. more yep. uh holier than that holier than that exactly yeah. so yeah. the policing is crazy i think we were just talking about i'm like you know like why are you shaming them during the month that's literally meant mm-hmm. for like you to be your best mm-hmm. and for you to exactly. put your best foot forward i'm like you're not the best person every day of the year but yeah. like during ramadan we all literally strive to like wear the hijab correctly yeah. like mm-hmm. or f- p- pray all our five prayers pray right. the sunnah prayers mm-hmm. like fast the full hours you know do whatever the good and this and that that we can yeah. yeah so it's like why are you getting at that person because they don't do that like you know, make dua that they like inshallah like, continues yeah, going it continues on continues going yeah. and mm-hmm. all of us continue going on so yeah. to shame somebody and to guilt somebody out of it it's actually I think we're talking about how it's like a I think like you know how like backbiting is like a major sin yeah. like a big yeah. sin yep. so yep. we're we're talking about different aspects of like people who do speak on others mm-hmm. and calling them Ramadan Muslims like the more harm they're doing to themselves mm-hmm. by saying anything about it you know yeah so it was it was a very interesting conversation i was very passionate about it but it was very fun to like be able to talk about it yeah seeing like because tiktok take i where no i'm a i'm a tiktok abuser here i'll accept that okay i might be addicted a little bit but like around ramadan that's a lot of the tiktoks that you see people are making like that whole the guy who's like he's like wearing i don't know uh tech fleece one day next day he's wearing a thobe outside yeah. or something like that <laughs> so that's definitely been a topic that's come up every ramadan mm-hmm. recently at least at least I mean, what? but the way that i see it, it's like ramadan is the month of mercy so if you're mm-hmm. gonna try at any time of the year you might as well try then yeah, yeah. you never know you might feel inspired to continue after ramadan yeah. exactly. right? like that's the ultimate goal inshallah yeah. but mm-hmm. I, I don't think people should be shamed that's no that's the, the, the community we live in today right yeah. Like, yeah a lot of it could be projection too though oh 100 sure. mm-hmm. you know I sometimes feel like that's mainly where it comes from right yeah, yeah. it's like because why, why would you why would you hate on someone doing something better exactly i think you know what it is too and i'm just realizing this it's like when it's like um it's one of those ones where it's like oh i blanked good job oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you oh, know, there's there. a saying where they say like some people want to see you do well but never better than them yeah mm. thank you thank I you uh this is girl you. connection i got out of here the whole podcast woman connection it might be a spin-off of that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. just sat on the side yeah. <laughs> but no it's it's literally that and it's like mm-hmm. they're mad because it's like okay this person's actually because maybe even during that month that whoever's making fun of you might not be doing their best during that month yeah. and they're getting you're supposed to be doing worse Mm -hmm. than me right Mm -hmm. now actually so why are you behaving yeah and it's like people also need somebody to to like dog on when they feel bad or like Mm -hmm. when they need somebody when they want to do something bad and Mm -hmm. they know like oh this is probably the person that i can like take with me a little bit but (laughs) then that person's not doing they're like 
the heck mm-hmm. yeah and hopefully know? they're influenced in the other way you know yeah. they're doing something better now it, it could be like an ego thing right because mm-hmm. if yeah. you're struggling internally and then you see your friend who was probably worse or off than you now doing better than yeah. you you're like yeah damn i used to look at that person and feel better about myself and mm-hmm. now yeah. i feel worse when i look at them you know mm-hmm. it's so crazy i think like recently one of my friends she's a revert mm-hmm. and she was just talking about how she had to cut off her longtime best friend mm-hmm. that that person's not a muslim but mm-hmm. because like every time like she doesn't mind hanging out with her friend mm-hmm. but it's just that every time her friend wanted to hang out it was always to go to places that she no longer wanted to yeah. go to or she no longer could do she didn't want to be in specific areas and, yeah. this and, that. Yeah. and then and mind you this girl wasn't that type of girl before yeah but it was like and then her friend was like oh you put this hijab on all of a sudden you like and she's like excuse me no. <laughs> like and then so she was like yeah you gotta go because that's like why are you mad like i'm yeah. like i don't understand why people get mad when people try to 180 their life like right. even if it's like people don't like change or like yeah it's, cra- mm-hmm. it's crazy to me though because i'm like hey like not everybody has to take a baby step yo if i'm flying off the cliff <laughs> like, like you know it's, crabs in a bucket man people try to pull them down What's for like? sure it's it's change you know like yeah. you said like people like the same thing over and over again. yeah but like imagine like if we all like kind of supported each other you know mm-hmm. And, like, that's the kind of um, community we want to give each other, you know? Yeah. Everybody supports each other so everybody can ha- be the best version of themselves, yeah. you know? And I think that's what if this the goal of this event was, right? Mm-hmm. To, like, make people put in that headspace yeah. to where they think more positively about their, like, Muslim brother or sister, yeah. right? Yeah. And hopefully encourage each other to be better Muslims. Yep. Uh, Before we uh, continue, we need to take a really quick Oh, break, yeah. But we'll okay. be right back. So, what, mm-hmm. what got you into social work? Because that's what you do, like, for yeah. school, right? So what got you into that? Um... Um, at first, I would say what got me into it mm. was taking another program. Actually, I took computer programming to begin with. Oh, oh. You put computer science? Yes. Mm. And and I dropped like I didn't I didn't enjoy it. I was in it for a month. Yeah. And I didn't enjoy it one bit. And I dropped it while mm-hmm. I was doing it. Yeah. It was like it was not. It, it was difficult. It was so difficult. Yeah. And I said, You're not. This is not it. Nah, it's not it. I said. Yeah. I said. Do I want to see myself doing this? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, and honestly, I took a year off, and I just started working, mm-hmm. and um, I don't like sitting around, so I said, I need to get into something else, you yeah. know, yeah. and I took that year to figure out what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. and, you know, just, I feel like in high school, they don't really kind of guide you, you know, yeah. and, and something also, like me giving back, going back to mm-hmm. the community and trying to give back, like in high school, they don't they don't guide us as black youth and, mm-hmm. and right. like as colored youth. They don't well, guide. they like discount you very quickly. Exactly, and mm-hmm. especially um, where you grow up or just yeah. the school you go to, depending on, they, they might not even give you no effort at yeah. all, you know? Right. So I feel like um, I fell a victim to that and I didn't know which yeah. way I wanted to go. So it took me a while to figure out what I wanted to do. And I said, hey, like, you know, I feel like I'm um, really good at understanding people. And mm-hmm. like, I I have a passion for helping people, you know. Mm-hmm. Nice. And let me get into this. Pro- let me get into this program and see where it takes me, you know. Mm-hmm. And starting off like the first year, I said, yo, I enjoy this. Like, this is what good. I want to do, mm-hmm. you know. Good, good, good. And slowly, you know, different opportunities showed up, you know. I'm working with kids because I work with kids sometimes, you know. Yeah. And and it's it's a good opportunity to learn also like how, like, because before we're adults, we're kind of kids, and you know the whole mental thing about at first, like a lot of people go through trauma as kids, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that affects them growing up, you know. For sure. Mm-hmm. And so just learning that too, and and being where I am today, you know. Um, mm-hmm. just being able to help other people. Yeah. I think that's what I like. And yeah. it's also, I feel like it's not the, like... Wait, the she's not waiting outside, right? Yeah, oh, oh, no, no. Come, come on, son. <laughs> We're just talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I saying? 
you're in how you work with kids oh, and yeah, you like start to um, enjoy yeah um working to help people and just yeah. also doing what i can my mm-hmm. part and just like i feel like education's first you know you kind of have to educate yourself and yeah. learn do you feel like going through the schooling mm-hmm. has changed your perception of mental health too like do you feel like now you start to recognize how you feel and you're more in tune with your mental health as well definitely like i feel like that's like one of the main factors you know like mm-hmm. just understanding yourself more because you know yeah i shall know what is it you yeah? have to understand yourself yeah, exactly. before you can start answering others i think exactly something like that yeah definitely and you know just um if you have been through anything just understanding yourself you know mm-hmm. and, sure. and being able to help anybody in general you know mm-hmm. you got to be i'm not saying i'm good but like you gotta you gotta understand yourself yeah, yeah general, you have to have you know? some type of foundation yourself mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just like the courses mm-hmm. and stuff, just like learning about sociology, like you're, you, mm-hmm. you're, you study sociology, right? Yeah. I just had like one sociology class and mm-hmm. like I find that interesting, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like psychology and like it's it's interesting and you kind of learn more about yourself mm-hmm. with that. So okay. yeah, just learning every day. That's yeah, it. and I think as you, as you go through schooling, but also just volunteering and working and event- mm-hmm. eventually when this becomes your profession, not only will you learn more about the the job itself or i guess the field but you eventually start to become more comfortable with yourself and you're still young so you know exactly. a long way to go <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, Wait. I, oh no go ahead go ahead go ahead i said like exactly like you said you know like i'm just still trying to figure it all out you mm-hmm. know have my hands in everything you know i'm yeah, sure this is like a very good experience I, for you then. Yeah. definitely you know mm-hmm. I'm loving this experience <laughs> but, <laughs> Did you have any background in any of this, like yep. uh, sociology or anything? What's your background? Nothing. Nothing. Literally nothing. No, I call myself a okay. Well, I just learned the terminology was mm-hmm. a Renaissance woman, okay. but I like I never went to school. Mm-hmm. I'm scared. <laughs> never went to school. Next but, next program is stigma against people who don't go to yeah, school. Yeah, <laughs> I would like to think that I started to break down those barriers. Like my mom had to learn the hard way mm-hmm. for me. But it was genuinely like what it started off was I'm such a like indecisive, not like indecisive, but like I'm such a what if person. Yeah. Like everything mm. I'm like, what if this? What if that? What if there's more out there? What if this? What if I don't like this? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I couldn't like pick something to just go into. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like that scared me. Like having to pick a choice, like yeah. four walls were closing in on me. So <laughs> they're just like, ah. but yeah, I was just like, no, I'm not going to pick until. I know what I want to do. Right. And then, like, obviously, the whole argument with, like, argument with your parents and mm-hmm. everything. And I was just like, listen, who's paying? Exactly. <laughs> it's a breaking. Your bank or my bank? Yeah. Somebody has to pick here. Yeah. And, like, I'm not going to. And I'd also, my biggest fear was that I knew so many people who were like, oh, yeah, whatever I studied, I, I they was don't useless. Use like, they yeah, don't use that at all. And I was like, if I, have, if I say that, mm-hmm. I'm just going to jump off a cliff for real. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. But mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, mentally, I, I you know you. what I mean? I get you. But it was, just, yeah, so I never ended up doing that. And mm-hmm. then I ended up finding community work. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, my biggest thing was, maybe and that's why I still didn't, like, just say, like, no school. <laughs> but my biggest thing was, I was like, there's so much out there that you don't know about. Mm-hmm. Because, like, school pushes, like, a certain... Agenda. Uh, yeah, agenda yeah. and, like, path for you. Yeah, And it's so crazy because, like, especially, like, my school, like, my high school was specifically, like, if you weren't a STEM student, you didn't matter. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, if you weren't into science, technology, or math, or, like, engineering, like, you were, like, a bum. Like, they yeah. didn't care yeah. about you. You weren't their favorite student. taking all the college classes. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, if you were more into art or whatever, mm-hmm. like, you were just, like... 
Kaylee. Here goes a little bit like, you know, freehand. Yeah. But like, and it's crazy because like you get neglected and you feel like, okay, like you're not going to make money. You're not going to find anything in life. Mm-hmm. But then there's so much out there. It's just that you don't know and they don't give you those options. They don't share those options for you. Mm-hmm. So like. I was literally saying that like mm-hmm. when you're waiting at the door. I was telling him like how <laughs> high school is like where they, <laughs> high school is where you know they it's supposed to give you the most guidance you know mm-hmm. and and for us like they they don't care and yeah. the only people that are gonna care is our own people you know yeah so yeah just like we have to keep that in mind you know mm-hmm. these people don't care about you that's why they need representation <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely and that's what this the Hidaya house is supposed to do right like yeah. show you there's people out there like you yeah. who are mm-hmm. successful in these different fields yeah. exactly mm-hmm. and yeah I feel like you guys have done a really good job at cultivating a safe space for, like, literally everyone. Don't mm-hmm. flirt with me. <laughs> no, no, like, I, I've been, like, silently monitoring from the sidelines, just kind of mm-hmm. like, wow, what are they up to now? <laughs> One thing. Watching me? <laughs> you been watching us? But, uh, but you guys, you guys also run... Tell me, how wrong. You guys also run Shoot for Peace, right? No. Okay. No? <laughs> so you're way off base. You're okay. horrible. Okay. <laughs> no, I think it's very funny. There's a lot mm-hmm. of organizations out there. I think people just get mixed up with like yeah. who's a part of who. Yeah. Me especially, I get like people see me in one place and they think yeah. I run all these organizations. <laughs> I'm like, guys, I actually just go to these places. I mm-hmm. I have so you're no just going say. To that. Yeah, for, so for Shoot for Peace, I was a part of their program. Yeah. Um, they, they they do a photo- actually they do a lot of programs, mm-hmm. but they started as a photography program, and that's mm-hmm. what I initially signed up for because mm-hmm. my friend Zena, who's a part of Hidaya House, mm-hmm. uh, had done it, and I was like, you know, like I actually like photography, I want to get into it, and that's mm-hmm. where I learned it, and mm-hmm. then it opened me to an even bigger community. Mm-hmm. And like more people, people that I knew as well already, but like it, mm-hmm. it became a whole new space. But I think our morals just align. So yeah. that's why people get like confused mm-hmm. when they see a bunch of us like here and there because they're just like, oh, it's like two, like two big organizations <laughs> at the same time. No, but a completely a different guy runs that. His name's Yasin. So he's yeah. the founder of that thing. That thing. That organization. <laughs> that organization. And it's a great one. Honestly, a lot of people love it. Like it's, mm-hmm. I think would say, I would say it's on the same vibe, vibe as Hedaya House. Yeah. Um, but theirs is more arts based. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's what they're, I've seen. They're yeah. next on our list, by yeah. the way. So, yeah, seen if you're watching this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to get Layla. Layla, she's like the supervisor and manager there. And okay. she's like top dog. I'm telling you, she's like the tiniest girl ever, but like top, <laughs> literally runs it. If Yasin's not there, mm-hmm. Layla is everything. I will find her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask next then, you know, since, you know, I kind of messed that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Do you guys already have like an idea or like a plan of what's going to be coming in the future for Hedaya House? Maybe there's some stuff you can't say, but I just want to know. No, it's not. There's nothing that I can't say. Mm -hmm. It's what I'm scared of. It's like, so basically all the other guys, they're like significantly older than us. Yeah. Um, They're not that old. (laughs) It's like a five year difference. (laughs) But they like to make it sound like they're like on their deathbeds and they're going (laughs) to wilter away. They have to leave their legacy with somebody, you know? Yeah. And they keep like, they throw it on me. Like, I'm just, that's like, yeah, you're taking over Hedaya House. And I'm like, stop. Please. Like, and, and he'll always tell everybody, like, I hate that he does this. And then, he, like, one of the girls started doing it too, but he'll literally go to people and he'll be like, Do you know what does my boss? I'm like, Why are you lying? <laughs> Why would you tell me that? And, like, mind you, he, like, everybody in the whole world knows him. And I'm yeah. standing there, mesquite girl in the corner. And he's like, Yeah, that girl right there is my boss. And I'm like, hmm? Like, you might be one day. Like, it's so crazy. But his goal, mm-hmm. to my understanding, is to give Hidai House 
I don't like the word give because it just feels so weird. But to like hand down transfer, to that house, yeah, yeah transfer possession mm-hmm. to me. I'm holder of the key now. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of scary for me personally because mm-hmm. it's like they're so well established. Like, every single one of the guys in there. And like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, what if I can't bring in the same crowd? Like, what if I don't do it the same? And I'm like, I can't. I also don't like taking other people credit for anybody else's work. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm like, no, like I'm like, I'm gonna reference you guys twenty four seven. Like it's not possible. Yeah. I think I think you can step into that role mm. and they can still get their flowers, but so can you. Because both of you individually <laughs> play a big role in it and you, you may not wanna admit it, but you mm-hmm. do. You do. Because like you're I reached out to you for actually I think I reached out to was it you? We were talking about like how we uh, how this whole thing yeah. came out. <laughs> I saw you at Hassan's yeah. thing, and that's when I was like, "Well, you guys want to come <laughs> on the podcast?" <laughs> but like, but the thing is that like we still have to commend you guys for even lasting five years. Not saying it's over, but like you know, for for, for being even relevant to this level yeah. for this long. Because like me myself, I've been part of a bunch of organizations, and like. Uh, I've I've seen other organizations mm-hmm. where like they have a few events and then they mm-hmm. kind of like teeter out because unfortunately like people just get busy mm-hmm. or get like out. get if burnt it's, like, out. The same three four people that exactly. are running things and it doesn't mm-hmm. ever expand. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you know? it means so it does say a lot the fact that it's been around for five years and continues mm-hmm. to put on events at a, on a regular basis. It's not like me one or two years. Like you know you're here. Mm-hmm. You guys have even the movie. Movie uh, nights, movie yeah. Nights <laughs> <that you laughs> do on the regular. Nights. Oh my god, yes, I forgot yeah. about that. And things like that that establish that are, that are pretty easy to put, not easy to put together, but like yeah. they don't require. Once you do them, you kind of can figure out how to do it yeah. again and again. Repeat them mm-hmm. with without too much um, worry. Like it's yeah, not yeah, a so lot of work. An established base. Yes, an established yeah. base. Yeah. Having yeah. events like that, I feel like help like with longevity mm-hmm. of um, and also of events or like to organizations. I mean, yeah, and uh, the winter blues yeah. like that one's been going on for five years so that's something that's established as well i'm trying to remember it my, that's how i remember it I'm, I'm unlocking it in my brain and putting it in the box but you know you're doing pretty like good that, i'm trying yeah, okay yeah, yeah. but having just researched like this two minutes ago for because <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> i've known the thing is she's the reason she said that is because my memory right. sucks yeah. so, <laughs> so remembering names even from 30 minutes ago will be hard. <laughs> uh but having things like that were they're becoming regular and people kind of expect them to happen yeah. mm. really do help especially when it comes to transferring over to the new what do they call them the new bees or like the newbies essentially they're not newbies you're not newbies New at you. this point 25 you know but inshallah <laughs> in, inshallah inshallah you know when mustafa yeah. feels like in the future he can start putting in uh a lot more in, yeah. in the organization as well mm-hmm. like there's something established already mm-hmm. so that that definitely needs to be commended because it's that's unfortunately true. something that's missing in a lot of uh, initiatives that I've been part of and yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm excited for it though. Honestly, for me, like where I see, like it is scary, but I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Like if they do pass it on. Like I'm like, because yeah. the way they make it sound is when they say it, they're like, yeah, it's all you, boss. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, really? Hello? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, they're like, no, don't worry. We're not going to disappear. And I'm like, I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think the support's going anywhere. Yeah. Like, she's, yeah. I don't know if she's talking about no. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. 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 He's my big boss. Exactly. But it's he's think, still fresh. He, I know. I'm, uh, I'm just. Fresh. He hasn't been destroyed by the pressure yet. <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to take me out. He's like, yeah. He's like, oh, God. He's like, I'm gonna be the new MC. Oh. 
<laughs> Sorry, I've established myself here. There's, there's level to that. I've been I've I'm coming. That. <laughs> we like convinced every new member that there's like a hazing when you get into that house. And that's only because there's no hazing. It's just because one of the members told me like <laughs> that I was going to get hazed when I walked in. They're like, yeah, before you enter so the house. So actually, Yeah, so it's literally what I kept doing. Like every single time, I'm like, listen, actually, you have to do this. this, this. Yeah. <laughs> and then they would ruin it every time because honestly, I would probably follow through with it. Like, just <laughs> itch. Yeah, maybe a thing too you a little know? bit but being a little bit of camaraderie <laughs> between you guys <laughs> <laughs> but i'm honestly i think like the way society is going now i think like a lot of people are into community mm-hmm. and like you know the whole togetherness like yeah. i think mm-hmm. for a while like toronto was really apart and really separate and we for had like sure. yeah energy mm-hmm. about us but mm-hmm. i feel like we're we're rooting all that like i guess i say ch- childish behavior like mm-hmm. mindset behind yeah and we're trying to like grow and build as one like yeah. open opportunities for other people in other areas you know yeah. and like whether it's inspiring somebody else like mm-hmm. or being a part of it for even a second like i'm very excited to see like where it goes and like where mm-hmm. i can take it and the, the rest of the members can take it or any of the new members and like see mm-hmm. what the community needs as we keep going right which is yeah. the great thing about Hadai house is like it's honestly like based on the community it's like what you guys need yes yeah. more. <laughs> like, yeah. what do you want because unfortunately we do have that reputation of being the screw face capital uh-huh. and like and, and like we deserve it to a point okay i feel like people like we mentioned earlier people say like who's gonna be there or that kind of thing like yeah. that's a very you know deep rooted in our culture uh so being more open like sometimes i get jealous of like yeah. americans when it comes to how yeah. they're a lot more like yeah. they're they a lot are. more open to doing yeah. events and stuff like i don't know if there's um uh, a lot of similar groups like this communities like this in america or other places i don't know i don't Mm -hmm. know like i don't even think there's some yeah just like you're speaking about how the how the city is you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it's like you know it's it's more together here everybody is just you know giving each other a side yeah exactly you know keeping it moving and it's like there's not that much togetherness you're saying like america and other places and i feel like like overseas is much different too you know it's just Mm -hmm. this west this western it is it, you know? I, but i feel like it's this one's kind of sort of unique to toronto but mm-hmm. but but Definitely. i feel like post like the pandemic and all that stuff like things mm. have gotten a lot more people are more open yeah you know yeah. why because we missed each other exactly that too. <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's two types of people. people who miss each other people who went and like yeah, hermit yeah. crab boat they're like i'd never want to see people again. and honestly they're yeah. probably a lot of the youth yeah who if you think about it their whole high school career was spent in their rooms yeah yeah that's nothing. so sad uh, yeah so like nah just my last year my See, last year yeah but i'm not complaining my last year was the easiest <laughs> but i loved i loved like i didn't do nothing at high school but like yeah. i just loved the freedom of being in high school you know yeah you know, it was a lot yeah like it was, I didn't, it was a rite of passage in grade 12 yeah, yeah. yeah. you didn't get I to do the prank i didn't get to i didn't get my graduation yeah graduation yeah. all those things no prom None mm-hmm. of that. Did you have virtual prom? <laughs> <laughs> Put you guys on Zoom? I got on Zoom. Oh my god! They asked somebody on a date. Like. <laughs> they asked us for a virtual <laughs> grad, though. But, Did like, they? I was I, I was going I was sleeping. I said no. What am I What am I doing showing up on, yeah. on Zoom? Well, yeah. you know, at least it wasn't like for us. I had the opportunity to get my exam, mm-hmm. but oh, not my exam. Sorry, <laughs> my graduation. Yeah, but. I was in uni at the time, and they had an exam the same day. Oh as yeah, my I remember graduation. that struggle. Yeah, I went so, to mine. Huh? You I went to yours, mine. right? I, I regretted it. I was like, oh, I'm never gonna see you yeah, guys again. Yeah, so at least. Screw <laughs> 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 my paper. I'm going back to school. You yeah. know? Yeah. Like, exactly. Like uh, I didn't. I, I 
I had the same idea, right? I was like, ah, whatever. It's my graduation. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not like I was super involved in high school, too. I was a lot mm. more like, you know, a hermit, basically. Yeah. So I kind of feel like I wasted my opportunity versus the kids who <laughs> didn't have the opportunity. So yeah. I kind of feel bad in that case. But, you know, yeah. it is what it is. I it think is a lot of is. us even like the only reason why we're like, why we even care about graduation is because our parents have our parents that are graduating. Yeah, that's right? it. Yeah, absolutely. So we're all like, they're like, oh my God, yes, my blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it the same in uh, your community where like in our community, if you graduate high school in, in America specifically, yeah. Yeah, they the go crazy. Like they have a full on party for you. It's like a wedding. Oh, yeah, I see those, pe- I've I've seen seen those people in America. Yeah. I'm like, it's a very American I should get jealous because I'll be like, yo, I don't, I don't, don't, don't want to graduate. <laughs> What? I, don't I never had that. And I was like, Mom, why don't you throw me at graduation? <laughs> no, ours were never that extravagant. Like our parents, like you know, mm-hmm. the go get you a cake from Loblaws. <laughs> <It says, laughs> graduation, and then your name on it, right? Yeah. And they call your family and take photos. You get to, and you don't even want to take the photos. Yeah. So like, it's so fob esque. Yeah. <laughs> and like, just you know, it's just so they can send it back home. That's yeah, all literally. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Show you off a little bit, you know? Yeah, because yeah. you're, you know, for our parents who maybe never got the opportunity to go to school um they kind of live vicariously through us yeah mm-hmm. so not only know. in school and a lot of these oh I trust me i know every time i tell my mom I'm like hey i'm gonna go travel and i'm gonna go with my friends she's like wow like you're living the life mm-hmm. i'm like yes girlfriend you should yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i just got my mom out the house like she was such a homebody <laughs> really like, go outside yeah she used to she's such a mom where like everything like every kid had to be at home like if mm-hmm. we're not at home she's like freaking out about oh. us and then like eventually like i'm like hey like your last kid is growing up like there's like go outside yeah please. <laughs> it's only because i was like yo i just want the house right. without you in it like right. no yeah. offense like right, go right, outside right, right. and now she's outside more than me like she comes <laughs> home at 5 a.m and i'm like now you understand why i came home at 5 a.m right <laughs> I'm like not promoting coming home at 5 a.m., guys. She just walks with Don't you sitting at the couch. She, she yeah. walks in, like, where have you been? <laughs> and then I'm like, and I actually get offended she doesn't call right? me. I'm not even joking. The times that my mom, and you know my mom, yeah, when she goes out and she comes home late, I'm just sitting there waiting. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, do you have a key? No, can you wait for me? The worst is when my mom goes out of the house and doesn't have a key. Key! Oh! Or can you pick me up? Ooh. <laughs> I'm leaving the door unlocked. I don't care. Let them come in. I don't care. <laughs> oh, my mom, it I'm makes me laugh. Now, right? Yeah. 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 My, mom, my mom will call me and be like, don't fall asleep. At least leave sh- make sure the door's unlocked. But like, you know, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you're sneaking in the house. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you're in a rebellious face. Like, what is this? Yeah. Now I know how they feel. I feel yeah. like we're going to become more strict than our parents were on us when we have kids. What? No, 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 no. I think no, so. Like, I think I'm going to be like that. I don't know. Sorry, you're gonna be a helicopter mom. I'm not a regular mom. Strict mom. She's not a cool mom. <laughs> but but um, the camera is about to go off. But I would want to, you know, do you guys have anything like last notes or, or mentions? Actually, I was what? gonna ask them the the location that you guys have. Is that strictly for Hidaya House? No, that's also another misconception. Oh, <laughs> so it's actually it's okay studios. They okay. run that location. Mm-hmm. But one of the guys who's a part of it is really good friends with Abdul Fatah. Gotcha. And so they have been ever so fortunate and kind enough to lend us that space, like mm-hmm. free of charge, mm-hmm. to run these events, you know. So gotcha. honestly we've been very fortunate and like we've been able to help people out that we love. <laughs> Don't always ask for reviews, guys. Yeah. You know, not where, every day, but... Where can they find you guys online? Yeah. Hidaya House on Instagram. Hidaya House. We have a link tree on there. Mm-hmm. Also, Hidaya... Oh, wait. Hidaya House 2Hs mm-hmm. in our Instagram. 
But you spell Hidaya House H I D A A Y A H. Okay, I'll put it up. Don't worry, it's video. Yeah, yeah it. it's video. Okay, yeah, yeah. maybe Actually, I spelled it wrong. Never mind. No, for the audio listeners, yeah. I guess that kind of helps. Yes. Yeah, okay, H I D A. Is it two A's? Two A's. It's first or after? <laughs> oh, Hold on, I'll look it up for you. Yeah, <laughs> what is it? Yo, because I, I, and I know how to spell it too, but like yeah. people would be H I D A A Y A H H. Oh my gosh. Okay, so there's like three H's in here. Yeah. H-I-D-A-A-Y-H-A-H-H-O-U-S-E. Yeah, okay. So Hedaya and I'll house. put it in the description. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it's pronounced Hedaya. People say Hedaya. Was Hedaya House? I'm what? like, ooh, you talking about? Hedaya. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ironically, it's actually named after like Abdiftah's mom. Really? Her, yeah. Her name's Habu Hedaya. Mm-hmm. So that's her name. That's so cute. And that's where they got it. That's like they named it after her. So that's very cute. If you say it wrong, you're disrespecting his mom. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But yeah, that's where you can find a lot of us. Mm-hmm. We also have our email and like link tree up on there. So you can always DM us. And then everybody also has their personal accounts, which mm-hmm. you can find mm-hmm. low key on the Instagram. So it's not that hard to find us. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, usually everything is just Instagram based for us. Like, okay. Just okay. online. <laughs> Real quick before yeah. we end it. Make sure you guys go to their Winter Blues um, event. Mm-hmm. Once I get the date confirmation, I'll put it in the, the description. 17th. 17th of February. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'll put yeah. all the details below. Okay, so make sure you guys show up. We may show up. Yeah. Or maybe just me. I don't know. We'll <laughs> show up. <laughs> I might not be in the country. Oh. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'll show up and represent yeah. for both of us. <laughs> but, so you guys better be there. <laughs> but um, wait, do you guys want to shout out your own Instagrams too? Yeah. We'll link your Instagrams Rufasa if you guys want. Underscore that was sold I got you. I got you. I got you. Don't worry. Um, yeah, I'm also a barber, so if you need a oh, okay. Mustafa Fa- underscore cut. Yes, sir. Um, and I'll don't worry, I'll I'll put it on there. Don't worry, yeah, I got you. Uh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. For, no problem. Um, and also Warda. Oh yeah, my name. It's literally my name is Warda dot mxd. So w a r d a dot mxd. Okay. Uh, and. Uh, Thank you guys for listening again to another episode of the Cousin Connection podcast. You can follow us at Cousin Connection Pod yeah. on <laughs> on YouTube, podcast on YouTube, but pod on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. And uh, thank you again, guys, no, yeah, for thank coming. Thank you guys for coming on. Like, yes, it was I an feel honor. inspired. Mm-hmm. Of, no, of course, this is a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Inshallah, we'll I want to be back. You guys are so fun to talk to. Uh, like, it's, like, very fun. it's almost <laughs> like we've been doing this for 122 yeah, episodes. So, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Yeah, <laughs> episode no, 123, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and with that, we'll end it off. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>